You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hey folks, uh, welcome to another Tales from the Hood mini-sode. I'm here before we get things started, friend. I'm going to throw it over to you in a second, but I want to say that if you still have Thanksgiving leftovers of any kind, any Thanksgiving paraphernalia left over in your fridge, throw it out right now. Pick up the phone, pick us up, and take us in the kitchen and start throwing stuff out as you listen to this podcast because it's unacceptable. You're going to get worms, okay? Bust people's balls about the... the, It's been a week, friend. Thanksgiving delicacy. It's been a week. It's over now. I agree. Okay. I totally agree. Okay. And now, but now it's not just over like, oh, we're tired of it. It's dangerous now. Yeah. Anyway, hell, that's my partner in true crime, friend. What's going on? How you what doing? What up, man? Do you have any leftovers in your fridge currently, friend? Uh, I just finished off my um, banana pudding. Desserts don't count, and that's fair. Okay. Desserts that, don't count, no, but, but that, the bananas get a little rusty. Oh, they do. They get a little rusty. I like my little brown. Okay. I like a little brown on my bananas. Fair. Yeah, okay, okay fair. But I didn't, I, we didn't And the wafers? Woof. So, no, but no, I like them. Oh, mushy, just mush. Yes. Yeah. But um, we didn't have, we didn't do any cooking at my house, so it's like okay. So there wasn't even any plates I had were gone. Yeah, immediately. After, so. Yeah, you had the perfect amount of leftovers. Yes, that's yes. the way to do it. You go scrounge at other people's house. Yeah. Then you don't have a leftover turkey. You got to make freeze the turkey bones and then make turkey soup in two months. Yeah, that's too much. No, no, you just bring home plates to your house. Yes. That's how I want to do it next Thanksgiving. I'm not yeah. cooking. I'm not hosting. I'm <laughs> going to other people's houses. I'm be at your house. Yeah. Going to other people's houses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm hosting a friends a friend friendsgiving a friendsgiving. Friendsgiving, yeah, Friendsgiving yeah, next wow. year. So that also, will give, be. Give me my props. Thanks, man. Okay, that. cool. Yeah, yeah. I hit the same Perfect. one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Friendsgiving next year. Yes. A lot. Okay, I'll have to come up with something to make then. Now I'm excited. I bring something. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm going to bring something. Some, yeah. kind of, some kind of cranberry pie or something like that. Or, you know, some kind of cake. Cranberry pie. Yeah, I don't, yeah that's, that's different. That's Never different. That. Yeah, I'm coming different. That's how I'm feeling. I'm coming with something different to the friends. Game. I had to run it through the files. Yeah, he's like, I've never had that. Never even seen that at cranberry pie before. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, then that's what I'm making. Cranberry pie with some Dole Whip on top. A little couple of dollops of uh, whipped whip, whip cream on okay. top of that. Yeah, I'm coming with something different. I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get into these uh, Tales from the Hood, though. We got one kicking things off. We got a uh, shout out to Janelle. Shout I'm just going to start saying everybody's name, first name. And if you don't want me to say, put that in the email. Because I feel like that's the way to go. I'm, I'm telling somebody's story. I'm going to say your first name. I'm not going to put your whole government out there and your your mail uh, email address and your mailing contact information. But I'm going to say your first name. And if you don't want me to say that, put that in the email. Did we get any uh, Thanksgiving horror stories? No, we Did haven't. We that's very specific. I would like to hear that. Like, oh, Just yeah. Like the turkey got up and walked or some crazy shit like that. <laughs> that shouldn't be sent to us. You should send that to, you know, uh, the History Channel or uh, Paranormal something. That should be on something else. <laughs> That's too, this is too small for that. If your turkey got up and walked out of the house and it was cooked, <laughs> send that to the news or something. Don't send it to us. No, send it to us. We want yeah, no, send it to us. We want to break it. That's yes, fair. We want to break that. No, that's fair. Like, yeah, expo- bring us to the next level <laughs> with that firsthand exclusive information. We also, we've already gotten some crazy ghost stories. Yes. So a Thanksgiving turkey getting up or you were visited by three apparitions around Christmas time of uh, past, p- present, and future if that you had an Ebenezer Scrooge type of situation happen to you, please contact us first. Don't, don't, you know, don't let somebody else write your life story. Let us do it. Yeah. Because we have those capabilities as well. You've heard Fran on film, I assume. Anyway, this is uh, from Janelle. Shout out to Janelle. She kicks things off. She says, hey, Alvin and Fran. I was listening to this week's episode. I don't really know what that means. I don't know when I got this email. But yeah. she was listening to a week, an episode, 
And I realized that I actually have a crazy neighbor story that uh, I actually have a crazy neighbor story. I bought a house in a quiet neighborhood in Northwest Baltimore City in 2019. Okay. I checked out the neighborhood before I closed on the house. Smart. And also do it in the summertime. Do your due diligence. Do it in the summertime. This is sometimes people don't tell you this is a little secret to people. And at night. And at night. Yes. Do it at summer night. Yes. (laughs) If if, if it's quiet, then you're good. Yes. But wintertime. Uh, on a rainy day, mm-hmm. any of these things is bad. You won't, you won't know. It's, it's mischaracterizes the neighborhood. Yep. You want to go when it's the most possible that it could be jumping. You know, when you go, you know, when you go visit a house, Fourth of July, Fourth mm-hmm. of July at dusk. If that neighborhood is just peaceful, maybe it's, you know it's gonna be kids outside. Yes, but if it's not, if you don't get a weird vibe, like you aren't scared, you're good. So she scoped it out. I don't know what day it was or what time of the year it was, but she scoped out the neighborhood. She said the neighborhood looked fine. She said I noticed a strange house around the corner. And a few houses down from mine. My backyard is diagonally across from the backyard of this house. The front yard was unkept. And it had big banners on the lawn saying things like, only God can save you. Uh, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. That's a weird one. Um, it's intense. Ominous. And also, if a crowd says go left and God asks you to go right, what will you do? And that's not even a... They're just... That's just on the question. They're not. Oh, even, I thought it was. I thought no, it was gonna they're, finish. They're not, nope, they're just leaving <laughs> that up to you to interpret. All right. That, but because it's a judgment on you, they okay. want to know: Will you listen to God or mm. listen to the crowd? Mm. And I'm not going to answer the question for you. I want you to answer it. So then that'll tell me how I feel about you. That's what that sign says. Yeah. And that's a that in itself is a crazy. That's a crazy person because that's an insane. Well, also that's a long sign. Signs mm. are supposed to be concise. Yes. Honk right. if you like boobs. You know, say yes to prop whatever if you're a voting type of person. Mm-hmm. Not th- all of that. Uh, is it like between two trees? You got like two trees in the backyard? Well, the trees are unkept. Everything's unkept. So who knows what it is? It could be a car underneath the tall grass. Like yeah. it's just a crazy yard. Unkept yards with signs in them. Yeah. The signs are kind of covered in grass. Too. I'm talking about you have the band like hung up. Oh, between yeah. I'm thinking of like, trees. I'm thinking of like pick, like picket, like you, you put stakes in the grass. That's like, it, she said banner. You're right. She said banners. Yeah. So like hanging like flags, long, you think? A long sign that's a picket sign that's like that's, two sentences? Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. If God calls you to my, <laughs> and then other people don't want you to do something, period, period, like, <laughs> what will you do when God, will you follow God or nah, are you a crazy. sheep? You're like, what is this? A long, yeah, you got to try to drive and r- ride past and read all of that <laughs> right. while she's checking out the neighborhood? I'm surprised you know didn't crash your car or something like that. Yeah. That's a lot to read while you're driving. It's <laughs> a long ass sign. Now that you, yeah, you bring up some great points, friend. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, he also had signs stating that a local bank had been trying to take his home. Which, uh, okay. Oh, uh, pay your mortgage? I guess. I, yeah, yeah, you know, pay your bills. That's not <laughs> something you for you to tell uh, the people outside of your home. Like, that's right. something you, that's internal work. Not a conspiracy. No, that's internal work. The bank is trying to take my home because I missed seven payments. Who do they think? Well, they yeah, are? what kind of, what? A, I thought this was America. <laughs> right. Okay, man, sure. All right. He had surveillance cameras on his porch and another banner in the yard with weird political messages and a link to his Facebook page where he could where he would live stream. I was curious. I will be curious, too, and I would check it out. For sure. Absolutely. No question. I'm joining that stream. (laughs) I was curious and looked him up and realized that he was a radical conspiracy theorist. Okay. Okay. I thought this was odd, but it did not keep me from buying my dream home. It should have. It should have, and I'm, I'm not going to continue to like ad- admonish you about it, but this is crazy to see. And they're like, you share a backyard with this person? Yeah. Your, your backyard's touch? A few years later, I got a dog and started walking him around the block. We would pass by this house every day on our walks, and I would always feel uneasy walking past it. 
Fast forward to Christmas Day of 2021. I was sick with COVID, so I couldn't walk my dog like I usually did, so I let him, I let him out in, in the backyard. I called my dad, and while we were on the phone, I heard about seven popping sounds. Oh, God, no, please don't. I told my dad, I think those are gunshots. He assured me they weren't. A few seconds later, I heard about 15 more shots, and I hit the floor. Mm. At that point, I knew they were gunshots. Once I heard them stop, I ran outside to get my dog from out back. So the dog's alive? Seconds later, I heard police cars, ambulances, and fire trucks swarming my neighborhood. Okay, so the dog's alive. I opened my front door and saw my neighbors gathering outside looking up the street. Turns out my neighbor had gotten into a shootout with the police. What? Apparently, they responded to his home for a behavioral crisis call, and when he answered the door, he told them they would need backup because his mother was the one that called them. She said that he was trying to kill her. He also told the police that it was about to be a situation and that I've got a problem with the United States government. Okay, oh, oh, this shit. guy's talking that shit. No, okay, this guy's nuts. He had the gun. They asked him to put it down, and he refused, and the officers opened fire. There were so many shots, it sounded like firecrackers because of how rapid and loud they were. Mm. The police ended up shooting him, and he survived. This guy's a fucking this guy's a Terminator. But he was charged with first and second degree attempted murder, first and second degree assault, reckless endangerment, and other charges. They also had to evacuate the whole block in front of his house because he said he had explosives. Oh, shit. Luckily, they did, not, they did not find any in his home, so he's a liar. All of this happened on Christmas Day. Needless to say, it is one, it is one that I will never forget. What's even scarier is that if I didn't have COVID, I would have walked my dog past mm. his house like I always did around the same time that this happened. I later talked to the neighbors who, who have lived here for decades before me, and they told me a strange story of how the crazy neighbor used to be a regular kid wow. until he witnessed his mother kill his father when he, when he was younger. His mother was found to be mentally ill and received treatment and later moved back in with her son. So his mother was there when all this happened. Moved back in with her son. My neighbors told me that he started to change and become more, rec more of a recluse I mean, after that incident and into adulthood. I he later, oh, yeah, yeah, his mom fucked him up, it sounds like. It's no excuse to be, you know, a nut, but, you know, well, I, I guess it is, a little bit. I later talked to another one of the neighbors that lives right next door to him, and he told me that him and the crazy neighbor used to be best friends as kids, but he became so paranoid and radical that the relationship became strained. Since this happened, I have not seen or heard anything else about my neighbor. The neighborhood went back to normal and signs and banners were taken down. The cameras are still up and some and someone lives in the house. The mom. Yeah, but she says just don't know who. And then they left the link to the story and uh, the body cam footage and everything like that. I'll maybe check that out later. I'm not going to play it right now. Anyway, I love the podcast and have listened to every episode. Shout out to you. Thank you very much for that, Janelle. Even the even the crunchy ones from the beginning, LOL. You guys are so funny and make my long commute to work much easier every week. As a Baltimore girl, you guys make me so proud. Oh, <laughs> oh Janelle, thank you so much. And I try to put everyone I know onto your podcast. Thank you. 
Also, as an FYI, you can choose to read this part on the air or not. I'm going to keep reading and see what happens. Uh, my dad is a former Baltimore City homicide detective, and he wrote a book called The Boogeyman of Baltimore. Ooh. It is basically a compilation of stories of some of the most memorable murder cases, as well as his opinions about the, about the Baltimore City legal system. I would love to send you guys a copy once it comes out of editing. It will be re-released soon. He would be more than willing to talk to you guys on or off the air uh, on or off the record to share some of his experiences. Another FYI, you asked a while ago how many times a person can take the bar exam. And the answer is as many times as you want, but you have to pay to take the test each time, which is not cheap. It is offered twice a year, usually, and it is extremely difficult. I would not advise taking it back to back as it is mentally draining, just studying for it. I should know. I took it twice and passed on the second try. Shout out to you, Janelle. Right. Oh, we got a lawyer in the, in the house. We have to, you know, hopefully we don't have to use her, but if we do... We know who to call. Yep. Uh, love you guys and keep the true crime stories coming. Your neighborhood lawyer, Janelle. Shout out to you, Janelle. Thank you very much. That's awesome. I uh, would love a copy of that. I was about to say yeah. the same thing. Please yeah. send us two copies if two you copies, get a chance. Please. Yeah, well, we'll get you that information whenever you hear this. Shout out to Janelle, man. That was crazy. Yeah. Do you have any? No. Have you had any wild neighbor stories? I know you had some wild kids. I almost got in a fight with my neighbor like maybe like last year. <laughs> Over what? I thought he hit my car. Did he? I don't know. So you're crazy. You're the crazy neighbor. <laughs> If there's not paint from his car on your car, uh, that's kind of well. A, I think it kind of fueled over for some other shit because you already didn't like him. There, he has a wife and they just awful yelling in the middle of the night. And, Got it. And I was like, you know what? This is the last straw. The- <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a chance you hit my car and you've been keeping me up. Yes. So I'm. You're gonna get all of this. Right. All of it. <laughs> well, you know, listen, friend may or may not be the aggressor and the crazy neighbor in that situation. Yeah. Affirmative Murder is brought to you by My Life in a Book. With Mother's Day right around the corner, I just know you guys are thinking about a truly special gift for your mom. But let me tell you about a pretty priceless gift. MyLifeInABook.com It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book that you could pass down from generation to generation, which I think is a pretty awesome memento to leave behind. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. Your mother or the mother can either type her response or record her voice. MyLifeInABook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audio book using her voice recordings. It would be like preserving her voice and her stories for all of eternity. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories and this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm in the middle of my mylifeinabook.com journey, and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. I've been asking some pretty thought-provoking and funny questions, and, you know, I'm excited to see the response, but I'm also just excited to have the physical book in my hands and know that I can look back on it in 20, 30 years. The interface is super user-friendly. The questions are super easy to set up. It's a breeze of a process. So what I need you to do is check out mylifeinabook.com. That's mylifeinabook.com. And use code AMP. That's A-M as in Mother's Day. P, at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for the mom in your life this Mother's Day. One more time, that's mylifeinabook.com. Use code AMP for 10% off today. So, uh, yeah, anyway, shout out to Janelle. Thank you for that. Let's move on to another one. And also, shout out to this uh, email. Uh, Whitney says I can use her name. And it looks like they, like, italicized the writing or something. Put it in bold print. Love it. So here we go. 
So it's like I said, Whitney says you can use my name. First off, hey, Alvin. Hey, Fran. My parents worked for the U.S. Postal Service, so shout out to the letter carriers and the mail handlers of the world. Shout out. It was like a movie. You know, in some movies before the beloved character dies, they may have a wonderful day, smiling and laughing and shit in slow motion, and then boom, something bad happens, which is a tired trope, and I'm getting sick of seeing it in movies. I Just go off on a tangent really quick. I saw a trailer for the new, M, there's a new M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan movie coming out. Shout probably, out. Yeah, was, you know, he's kind of bad. but He's kind of bad. Yeah, he's, is he? one out of every 10 movies is good, and it's been not it's just been 10 bad ones as of late. But anyway, this one that's coming out soon, it starts off as like this gay couple, two dads. They have their adopted Asian daughter. She has a cleft palate. They're riding in the woods and it's beautiful in slow motion. And they're so happy. And it's like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Like movies have kind of ruined nice moments because you're always, it's making everybody a skeptic. You're like, no, something bad's coming. When the music's too nice and the day is too nice, everything's going too well. And then, bam, oh, a dark figure comes and ruins that oh, everything and stuff turns evil. I'm just getting a little tired of it. Well, Quentin Tarantino said on an on a interview recently, he said that this is a phase where movies are like... He didn't say it explicitly because mm-hmm. I don't think he wanted to because he's also in that field. Sure. It's like, this is a phase right now where it's like movies are bad. And it goes through that over time. Yes. And right now we're in that phase we're in the like, phase. where the movies are just trash. Yeah. There's five Avatar movies about to come out. So <laughs> who asked for those? Yeah, a really weird time. And all the actors are kind of just young, tween, tweeny looking, like pretty people who can't act. It's a weird, it is a bad, it's a bad time for, but it, it's only, here's the thing. It's the same thing as going on the radio and being like, music sucks. Yeah. Like there are good movies that come out every day. They yeah. just aren't the ones that are going to be on the Netflix top 10 list or right. you got to go look for them. Yeah. They're good mu- movies are made all the time, but man, they aren't going to be the ones it's that whatever it gets to publicity. Man. Whatever exactly. Blows up. So like I, I agree with I agree with Twin, Quentin Tarantino in the sense that he's a big director who's saying that. And so he's speaking to like mainstream film. Yeah. But he knows the good movies that are coming out. Yeah. He just knows that those movies aren't getting any recognition, no accolades, no awards, but they're being made. Yeah. He said one of his movies, favorite movies, I don't remember the name, but it was like, I was like, oh, I've never. Yeah, you've never heard of it. I'm sure, whatever movies <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's awesome. watching. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, this is a French film. Yeah, yeah, you, you've never heard of the movies Quentin Tarantino <laughs> likes. Yeah, he, he, yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, so that's how she kicks things off. She says, this is one of those stories, how it starts off. Everything's just su- too super nice and beautiful, so you know some bad shit's about to happen. Okay. Many years ago, I was a stripper at an all-nude club in Texas. Well, shout out to you yeah. for that. On this night, there, was, there wasn't many girls in the club, and it was a great night. Is that a good... So, so, oh, because she's the only girl there, I guess, so it's more money for money? her? Yeah, I guess. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. So it was, and it was a great night. Everyone made money. And somehow, all of the girls were getting along. Oh, oh you know what? Here, Whitney. I'm going to need you to... Oh, we might need like uh, stripper controversy stories. Like, wh- what do you mean oh, somehow all the girls are getting along? Are strip club back rooms of strip clubs contentious? I think so. Are there beefs? I, saw, I see a whole bunch of fights in... Uh, in strip clubs? In strip clubs in the back. Oh, World Star stuff, huh? Probably, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, yeah, Whitney, hey, if hey, you have any... Sp- money involved, man. Tensions are high. Especially when the money's literally like on the table. Yeah. When the money's literally on the table? Yeah. Shit. It's every every person for themselves. Yeah. Shit. Um, so yeah, Whitney, if you have any of those kind of stories, send those in as well. I love a good, you know, brawl. I love a good brawl. So somehow all the girls were getting along. Generally, we didn't. Either people were in their own little world or you were clicked up with your own with your homegirls. We closed at 5 a.m. Mm. One of our regulars and his brother came in in the last 30 minutes of the night. We can call them Juan and Miguel. Yes, they were Mexican men. They were always they they would always come in and spend a lot of money and always had good vibes. 
uh, Miguel in particular would always get in trouble because he would like to get on the stage with the dancer and tip her as she danced. I remember specifically the girl on stage sliding down the pole and Miguel was slapping $1 bills on her thighs as she came down. Miguel likes to party. Yeah, and if the, and if the, if the bouncer is, isn't coming to get him, I, 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 this feels like this is like crossing the line yeah, for sure. To touch him, right? No, I, I, that's, that's what the players club told me in yeah. the movie, the players club. <laughs> yes. Like you're not supposed to touch the girls. Right. Somebody comes and like yokes you up like right. some big bouncer with uh, black sunglasses on. He's like, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, we ain't doing that in here tonight. And they grab you by your neck and sit you down back in the chair. That's what I remember. Or that's what I've been told about strip clubs. Right. But apparently, if you're Miguel and you got your big ball and like that, you can jump on the stage and He's a regular, slap, so maybe, slap that. Yeah, maybe, you get, you get, yeah, you get regular. You, yeah, you regulars do come with regular privileges. I will. I mean, I don't know about at strip clubs, but like, a, if you're a regular at a bar, you can do some stuff that other people can't do. Yeah, go behind the bar, pour, well, pour your own drink, yeah. crack you open the beer. Get your own beer, you know, stuff like that. Come back tomorrow and pay. Yeah. Oh, being if a regular. You, if you tip well, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing they're saying Miguel, they would tip well and they were fun and whatever. So everything's cool, even though the slapping on the thighs thing is a little weird. The DJ yelled to him while laughing, hey, motherfucker, get off my stage unless you're going to take something off. <laughs> she put an LOL there. Miguel didn't and never did listen. He just, he, he just laughed and continued throwing money. The dancers didn't mind because he wasn't overly handsy and he spent plenty of money. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Right. Every once in a while, you get a little, 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 hand, little, little jokey handsy. I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to justify right. Miguel's actions, but she's saying she, she's, she's the expert. Well, you can, you can go, well, technically, I'm not touching her because I have the money on my Yeah, I'm putting, I'm yeah. giving her the money. Yeah. As long as the money is on the palm, I'm just giving you the money. Yeah. This is a transaction. Yeah. It's not palm to skin. Right. Then that's a, now I'm breaking the rules, but I'm just giving her the money. Because I do see a lot of times in the movies, they'll do the thing. Oh, strip cars are so uh, so greasy with the guys that come in. They'll do the thing where they take the money and like put it in your the string of your... Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, don't do that. Yeah. Or do... I don't know if it's $100. I don't know. Listen, listen, Whitney, you tell hey, me. Depending on what it is. Whitney, you tell me what are the thing. You tell me how you like to be customered. That's what I want you to do, Whitney. Next email, I want you to be like, here's the rules for the strip club. Because I might go to a strip club someday, and I want to know what to do. The do's and don'ts. Whitney, send me the do's and don'ts of strip clubs so that we as two men. Yes, who have I've a, never been. Who have a podcast. I've been to some, but like they're like they're like Baltimore ones, like which uh, are like I have tame. No, yeah, I have no. Uh, no experience. So, so send <laughs> us the do's and don'ts. Send us. The, yeah, I don't, I don't like them, but I'll go <laughs> if Whitney tells me the do's and don'ts of strip clubs so that we can disseminate that to other men. Yes. And so we know, yeah. like, hey, man, so now if I, I feel like we're doing our part, if we tell men, yeah. hey, man, don't do this. So and now if you do do it, club? I'm sorry. Also, what is a good strip club? What are the strip clubs? What are the good strip clubs in Texas? Or like maybe there's a network. Maybe she knows all the good strip clubs around the country because yeah. they're all tied into some kind of like Facebook group or something. Or oh, what's like red flags? You walk in, you go like, this is a go, bad strip this club. This has something you go, oh, well, this is not, we're not, this is not a good experience. strip club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whitney, get on this. Whitney, we need you to be our strip club correspondent. New job for you. <laughs> anyway, we're getting back to Whitney's email. So like she said, Miguel, he's like, fine. He doesn't, he doesn't get into too much trouble. He's just a silly guy, not too handsy, throws, throws money. Often, men try to cop a feel on your vagina. So only touching thighs with money was, oh, she said only touching thighs with money. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you, yeah Frank, yeah. You, you, you called that. Only touching thighs with money was a bit of a relief. Man, okay, that's dark. The night was over, so everyone except that lucky girl was in the dressing room. I guess the girl that was on the stage getting her thigh slapped. Um, 
Uh, they were laughing and conversing as we unclasped our bras and slid off our, per, our, our platform shoes. We could still hear the DJ trying to get Miguel to get his ass off the stage. <laughs> Miguel's fucking having a great time, man. The girl on the stage came in the dressing room with her arms full of money from Miguel and his antics. At this point, we were all dressed pretty much and ready to be released. That's a, I don't like that. I don't like that word at all. Yeah. Whitney. In your next email, give us some insight on that word. I don't know what that means. That, like, maybe that, that means like, tip, out? like paid out. Like, yeah, oh, okay. Maybe that means like release, like pay us out Got for the you. night. Okay. But I, I, don't, uh, I don't like that word. The manager and the security always had to clear the parking lot of the creeps and stalkers at the end of the night. Okay. Yeah. So, so everybody leave. Yeah. Get, clear a path for us to be released. Yeah, I like that. But then gunshots rang out. Oh. I think at least five. A pistol maybe. Oh, an expert. I got on the floor as did... A few other girls. The building walls were made of thick brick, but we were still scared one might come through. What was going on? We were all just laughing and chilling. Who would be shooting and why? I was scared. I'd heard gunshots before and even been shot at. Oh, my God. Jesus, Whitney. I felt so vulnerable not knowing if the shooter or shooters were coming inside. The managers came in, slammed the exit door, and told us the shooters were gone. I remember being scared. I don't remember all of the details, but the summary of what I, I knew to had happened was, one, a group of men and a girl were at the club also at the end of the night. Two, the girl lost her iPhone. Three, Miguel or, Ho or Jose allegedly had her phone. Oh, no, Miguel. Four, outside there was a disagreement. Five, the manager shot one in the air to scare them off. Mm. Six, the group drew their guns. Seven, Juan ran. Eight, Miguel was shot. Look how fast life can come at you, man. One minute you're dancing on the stage having the timer. That's what she said in the beginning. Yeah. One minute Miguel was having too much fun. His time, he was having too much fun. The time of his life slapping thighs with money. Next thing you know, you're shot in the parking lot. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's eight. Miguel was shot. Nine, the shooters didn't get far because the police always came by near closing time. There was shock and tension in the air. We were crying. Crying out of fear and crying because we knew someone had just lost their life. Oh, he died. Damn. Damn. Shit, man. For hours, we sat in the dressing room asking each other, what the fuck? We were just watching Miguel enjoy himself on stage as, we, as he always does against the wishes of the DJ. Miguel didn't bother anybody. We were not allowed to leave for hours. One by one, we were questioned by the police. My interview was quick because pretty much all I heard was gunshots. After your interview, you were allowed to leave. As I walked out the employee exit door, I looked to my left and saw Miguel lying on the ground, deceased. Wow. I broke down in tears again walking to my car. I didn't know Miguel, I didn't know Miguel, but I know he didn't deserve that. You still laying there all that time? Yeah, that's crazy, man. When I returned to work to work the following week, there were there were flowers and candles where the two men took their last breath. It was like a movie. They were just having the time of their lives, and then boom, the end. Wow. Whitney. Whitney, shout out to you. Thank you. Crazy story. I hey. would love to hear all of your strip club stories. I'm sure there's a lot of crazy ones, funny ones, weird ones, wild ones. What's the craziest? What's the weirdest regular? Like, what's a strip club regular like? Do you guys like them? Like, obviously, I'm sure you like a strip club regular because they pay money, but like maybe some of them don't. Maybe some of them just come and just do the drink minimums and sit in the back and just watch a show for free, basically. Or maybe there are ones who like pay really well, but they like weird shit. You know, like I would like to hear those stories. Whitney, I'm fascinated by your life and I would like to hear more. Thank you so much for sending in, sending in an email. Thank you.
All right. Well, with that being said, man, that, that was two crazy ones. And those ones, man, the, especially that Whitney one, that one was drawn out. So we're going to go ahead and go ahead and start to bring this to a close, man. That yeah. strip club one was wild. And again, yeah, uh, I think we should make Whitney some kind of strip club, club correspondence. Uh, correspondent. I feel like she probably has some insight into some crazy stories, whether firsthand, secondhand or what have you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, shout out to Whitney, man. Shout out to Janelle. Two great stories. One hometown story. Yeah. Once again, folks, affirmative murder at gmail.com. If you got any wild stories, any tales from your neighborhoods, any, uh, you know, uh, uh, unbelievable stories, you happened upon a dead body like in that movie Boys in the Hood or, you know, whatever the whatever the case may be, yeah. send it in to us with that uh, in the in the description. TFTH. Yeah. Well, well, get if you to- heard one from somebody. You know, you still secondhand ones are cool. We've yeah. gotten some ghost stories that are like this happened to a friend of mine. Yeah. If you tell the story, great. I'm in. Send us in an audio of you telling the story. Let's keep it around. Concise, yeah, let's keep it around like five minutes. That would be great. If you want to push it to seven, cool. But you know, that's about all we need, really. Yeah, keep it short. Keep uh, it short. Let's keep we don't the background need background noise to a minimum. Keep please. the background. Don't do it in front of an industrial fan or while a marching band is playing or you know while you're out and about it and you know at Outback Steakhouse or something like that. Let's be in a quiet place and let's keep it concise and keep the details as far as the story nice. But we don't need to know everything about your day and uh, let's just keep it tight. Keep it a tight five. I want a tight five. Let's get to it. You know yeah. because. I don't want to edit around your words because it, it messes yeah. up the flow of the story. Yes. So I'm going to play your story in its entirety unless it's a 30 minutes long. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to jump around and chop up your story. I don't want to do it. I don't want to disrespect that way. So let's keep your, you edit yourself edit. I'm asking you guys to self edit. We can do that. Yeah. Um, again, affirmative murder at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. This is, this is always, this has been so fun. Happy holidays to all you guys and tis the season and snow's coming if you live in a snowy climate and you know it's just a great time to be with family and all that stuff so you know you guys are our family and we would like to hear crazy stories from our family so yeah send them in affirmative murder at gmail.com tales from the hood see you guys next time and fram tell always them. be on the lookout always be on the lookout